Welcome back to the pod, episode 33, another quick silo episode today. I thought I'd just quickly chat about a blog that I wrote the other day, um, write a weekly newsletter if uh, people are interested out there. I It's called High Rocks Hub, so I write um, a little bit about this uh, new fitness sport of High Rocks, but it's predominantly around the running side of things. Um, anyway, I just thought I'd talk a little bit about speed training and um, Obviously, there's a lot of information that goes around out of the marketplace, lots of influencers out there. And one thing I don't profess to have is a really song, strong science background. But I have been running for a very long time. Um, I did coach for a very long time on the track. And mine was all learnt on the job, although I'm a qualified track coach and um, have a level one strength conditioning certificate but predominantly you know I learned all about training myself for a very long time and and training a bunch of athletes and running under some very good coaches and the one thing that's I see a lot online is people talking about speed and speed training and I often see people suggesting to go out and run flat out or 100% and I don't know if you've ever tried to run flat out before but um, it's not something you can do unless you've actually trained for it. Two things are likely to happen. One, you won't be able to do this for very long um, and or very many reps and secondly, and this is more than likely, you will get injured and injured very quickly. Um, running flat out is a really weird thing and even people think, oh, you know, it's only 100 metres, it's only 200 metres, I can go and run that 100% easily because I run distance all the time. Kind of not the case. Um, most good elite athletes, sprinters, can only hit their top speed for about three seconds, so about 30 or 40 metres during a uh, race um, for those uh, untrained to run sprint athletes out there. And for a pure sprinter as well and a pure power athlete, they don't do and can't do as many repetitions as more of a middle distance or endurance athlete because they can produce so much more power. And a good example of that was when I was running fours, we had, you know, an 8.15 middle distance run. It's probably more 15 and uh, maybe up to 5,000 metre run and join us one night. And we were probably doing five 200s and he was going to run, let's say, 10 200s, whatever his session was. And... We typically stand on the line, we either have a ready go or some athletes have a countdown, three, two, one, go, um, and we power out, you know, but we're still only running to a certain percentage. Well, this particular athlete, being middle distance, he was so used to doing a running, um, but this particular night to try and build his speed, he tried to um, start on the line and start with us. Well, he was probably 15 metres behind before he even got going because he just couldn't produce the power off the line. And it's one of the things that makes you a lot more fatigued um, compared to somebody that can't produce that power. You can exert so much more power so quickly that your body starts to fatigue so much faster. Um, so yeah, it's just interesting, you know, this, this idea of speed and speed work. Um, you know, so a typical speed session, and the other thing that, that sprinters do very well, and this is the one thing we train for, is percentages. 
Um, you know, and obviously, if an endurance runner, and I run, you know, up to 10Ks now, so I'm trying to move back into this endurance stage um, of my life. And, and I'm not very good, by the way. I'm still running relatively slow. I'm probably around that sort of, you know, 520 pace for a 10K run. Um, and, you know, I can probably sustain a little bit of uh, distance sub five minutes, but it's taken me some time to build my base and be able to hold those sort of speeds again. But for a, a middle distance or a long distance runner, your speed work is, you know, typically um, somewhat above your 5K race pace or your 10K race pace. If, you know, if your 10K race pace is uh, five minute per kilometers, you might be doing, you know, one kilometer repeats at 4.45 or something. Well, as a sprinter, you can't run faster than your 100% race pace on the day. So speed for us back then when I was sprinting was measured in percentages. And that's the one thing we became very good at is running 92%, 95%, 97%. Yes, we would do some 100% runs. Very rarely would you try and run absolutely 100% because you would typically have one run in you and or then have to have a 15-minute break. So, you know, as a, as a sprint athlete, you might run um, five 200s, you know, and depending on the percentage of those, if they're sort of getting into that, what we would classify as speed work, 92 plus percent, they may have five-minute breaks between each one, maybe longer. You know, for some athletes, that could be longer. So... As an example, you know, a training session for us, a high intensity session might be six 150s with a four to five minute break between the first three. Then we might have eight minutes between the sets and then we may have a 10 or 12 minute break and run a 250. So it's very important to have these bigger breaks as a sprint athlete. Um, for your system to recover. And anyone that's actually done some real explosive training, and this goes to explosive gym training as well, box jumps, you know, aggressive step-ups, um, heavy squats, then with some fast squats and so forth, your neural system the following day is so flat. And a great example of that was the bobsled asset that I coached for a long time would often call me after a very neural, what we would call a neural type session, and he might be doing very aggressive block starts, some heavy sled pushes when he was in the bobsled, um, and let's say he's done some box jumps or some stair running as well. And these are all very explosive with big breaks. And he would call me the next day and tell me that he couldn't bound up the stairs. And that was his bit of a telltale sign to say that his neural system had just been decimated and flattened he couldn't actually you know accelerate up the stairs he could normally sort of test himself by you know taking two stairs at a time at work and he couldn't do that so there's a bit of a subtle difference and i see these these uh lots of things online all the time about people just you know suggesting to go out and run um uh you know in some cases 100 percent, and even with some intelligent people and i i just figure they've actually never done any true sprint work in their life um, and it's something you really need to train for and i would never suggest it to anybody to go out and try and run flat out as you are likely to get injured very quickly 
And if you're a trained athlete and you're doing some explosive work and you're training your hamstrings and your calves and so forth, you know, um, and you might be able to sustain that. But just remember that even sprinting 100 metres is a long way and, you know, you might feel great for the first 30 or 40 metres, but that fatigue starts to kick in very quickly and that neural system and that that firing um, of the muscles that aggressively, it, it, uh, it gets you very, very fast. So, yeah, I just wanted to touch on that a little bit and talk about, you know, how speed difference for different events um, and how, you know, running absolutely flat out is very different to going out and doing speed work as a um, an endurance runner where it's, you know, hill repeats or, um, you know, interval runs above your your race pace. I did read... And within my, my newsletter, I, I'm been following Alan Cousins. I hope that's how you pronounce, pronounce Alan's name. He's based out of Boulder, Colorado, and uh, he's an Aussie guy. And I really like some of his, um, his tweets and some of the information he puts out. Um, but, yeah, he's got some good information online about speed. And he talks about, you know, on this particular quote here, he's got a little goes a long way. Um, in line with the above, all you need is a sprinkling of speed added into your aerobic strength work. A few hill reps in the middle of an easy run, some kettlebell swings or a few box jumps before your main strength work. Um, something between the flags, mini sprints in the pool. So, yeah, it's just introducing some of that speed um, into your workouts. I think for majority of people, and particularly for even my, what I'm trying to get back into some endurance running now, I think the hill repeats is extremely good. You not only, one, you can't run too fast, and we used to use hill repeats a lot. Um, you can't absolutely run, you know, flat out at them. Secondly, you get the strength out of it. It's like a, a mini strength session because you're pushing up a hill. Um, extremely good uh, VO2 max work. You do tend to start to max out. And um, you know, then you can actually just start to modify the breaks, you know, in between how much rest you're having in between, depending on how how hard or how what percentage you're actually running at. So, yeah, anyway, I just wanted to talk a little bit about that, about how we can take speed, you know, in a few different ways and speed applied to a sprinter and speed applied to an endurance runner is a little bit different because as endurance runners, we can actually run faster than our race pace. And obviously as a sprinter, you actually can't do that. So um, yeah, short and sweet today. Just wanted to have a bit of a chat about that. Um, loving getting back into endurance running. Uh, feel like I've been a little bit caught off guard. You always want things to happen faster than they do, but so but surely I'm getting back there, getting a few miles in every week. Um, recovery has been a big part for me. I'm left sore for a few days, so but thoroughly enjoying it, and yeah, looking forward to eventually test myself over five and ten k distance. Don't know that I'll go much further than that. I might go out to thirteen or fourteen kilometers, but that may pull me up. So anyway, hope you are doing well out there and enjoying your running, and um, have a great day. Bye for now.